This is the Washington State Indivisible Podcast, part of the Demcast family of podcasts. I'm your host, Stephen Cox. Today is part of our town hall series in partnership with the Washington Indivisible Network and Indivisible Tacoma. We present an evening of conversation on education in the state of Washington with LD28 state Senate candidate, Tuana Nobles. This conversation was recorded live on the evening of Thursday, October 1st, as part of a panel of current and aspiring office holders here in the state. For the full conversation, go to soundcloud.com WSIP sets. We will talk next with Twana Nobles. She is an educator and mentor and an elected official on the University Place School Board. Currently, she serves as president and CEO of the Urban Tacoma League. Twana has nearly 15 years of experience in education as an instructor, PTA leader, and school board member. She is running for state senate in the 28th legislative district. And we are so, so happy that she could join us tonight. Twana Nobles, uh, good evening. How are you? I am good. How are you? <laughs> you look great. <laughs> Radiant. Thank you. Uh, I, so I feel like, you. <laughs> oh, thank you. I, I feel like I should have dressed up now. Um, so I would love to just start by talking broadly about your education platform. And, and you've made it such a key part of why you're running. Um, wh- why have you made education one of the key focuses of your campaign? Yeah, I think, well, because of my, my background, my education is absolutely what helped to make sure that I could break the generational cycle in my family. And I want that for everyone else. I want that for um, young people who, like me, had amazing teachers and coaches and mentors who helped them to make better decisions, who helped them to to stay focused and, and think about life after college, career, or going to college. I'm sorry, career, yes, career or going to, to college. So help them to think about life after high school is what I meant to say. Um, but my my education is what helped to really turn my um you know, my life around, it helped me to provide better opportunities for my family. And I'm so grateful for those individuals who poured into me, who reminded me I was wearing too much makeup or that I needed to work harder, you know, in in the sport that I was playing or that I was more capable um, as a student. Um, I wanted to be that teacher. I wanted to be that coach. I wanted to be that community member. And I became that teacher, that coach, that community member. So education will always be a priority in my life. And I have, you know, four children who have gone through public school, three of them remote learning. So it's 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 a part of our reality right now. Well, we all know people like you in our lives that have lifted us up during times that we really needed it, and we are eternally grateful, and we wouldn't be the people that we are without you. Um, What are some of the things that you hope to impact at the legislative level? Lots of things, but right now, what what I keep talking about is the importance of broadband and access to um, technology, access to the things that students need right now as they're, you know, struggling and and, and, and working to learn um, remotely. And, and that includes, you know, my kids and, and our experiences. But at Tacoma Urban League, we've been, you know, shipping out headphones and, and laptops and trying to make sure families have what they need. Our staff just did a training with Comcast's um, Internet Essentials Program, which I told Comcast, you know, I, I I do feel bad offering community members, you know, 25 megabits per second when I know for my family I pay for 600 megabits per second because there are multiple people downloading and uploading and watching videos and playing, you know, viola virtually now. And I'm, you know, I've been running a nonprofit from home. So I want the same 
type of um, service provided to families. But I'm grateful that as a community, we get to offer something to folks. Um, Graduate Tacoma is paying for broadband services um, and Tacoma Urban League is partnering with Comcast to do the same. So as a state senator, I wanna make sure we continue to help families to transition to remote learning, to be prepared for in-person learning when it is time to do that safely. I wanna advocate for the funding that it's gonna cost um, to keep kids safe, right? To retrofit, to disinfect, um, to make sure we have adequate curriculum. And as we talk about um, racial justice and anti-racism to also make sure we have what it takes to focus on curriculum changes and recruiting and retaining additional teachers of co- teachers of color. So there, there are lots of things, um, but more immediately, you know, the impacts of COVID-19 on our students and families. And, you know, speaking of which, as I mentioned earlier, uh, Pierce County has moved from high risk to moderate risk by the health, uh, health department. And many schools are very rapidly moving to reopen, including in Tacoma. And I'm wondering, um, a number of viewers have, have asked about this. What are your thoughts on the decision to reopen schools in Pierce County? Well, what we know is students are going to learn best in person, right? They're going to get their needs met. I know it was in school where um, a lot of my needs were, as I mentioned earlier, my coaches, my teachers could see um, that I hadn't eaten, that I, you know, needed to have better clothes or, you know, I wasn't having my needs met. And so we know that students are, you know, diagnosed. Um, Don't get me wrong. There are some, you know, there's definitely disproportionate reporting that results in, you know, breaking up families as I think about my experience as a youth in foster care. But um, I give a lot of credit to what happens at schools. Um, There is this view inside of the household of our students and families. And so they can get a lot of their um, their needs met, whether it's an IEP or 504 or they just need meals or they need to be connected to an after school program. So I I also know that we, especially as Tacoma Urban League and myself as a black mom talk about, as we think about reopening and we think about COVID-19, the black community and many other communities of color are, you know, overrepresented in those positive cases. So health and safety is first. While yes, students benefit greatly and will learn best in person, we have to do it when it's time. First is health and safety. Also listening to the needs of families um, and and making sure that we know what families and students um, need from us as school districts. Um, It's important to continue advocating for adequate funding to make that transition possible. Um, I know in our district, as we think about um, employment and we think about jobs right now that um, haven't been filled because students aren't there and there hasn't been the same um, demand for the jobs and University Place has done a, um, from my understanding, a really great job of trying to um, connect um, our staff with, you know, different positions to, to make sure we're retaining employment. Our bus drivers are doing amazing things like dropping off our educational packets for our students and delivering food to our students. Um, but when we reopen, fewer students can be on a, um, on a school bus, which means we have to pay for more hours for drivers or, or some districts need more buses. So there are, you know, real expenses to reopening and we want to make sure we do that right. I also know right now schools are withdrawing from reopening too soon because in Pierce County, our COVID cases seem to be um, increasing. So we, we want to be patient in this. We want to do things right. We want to listen to the science and make the right decisions for students and families. And as a, a, a Black woman, I want to make sure we're doing the right thing for our, our students of color 
um, and paying attention to the data and paying attention to how COVID-19 impacts everyone across the board and some worse than others. Yeah, and I think that's something that everybody should should bear in mind when making these sorts of calculations. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, I, you mentioned funding. And that leads me to want to ask about that vis-a-vis some of your legislative priorities. The Economic and Revenue Forecast Council, the ERFC, had previously projected that we were going to have about an $8 billion budget shortfall. Uh, Mari Levitt, uh, she referred, she uh, mentioned this earlier. Uh, this week, they cut that projection in half. It, it really caught everybody by surprise. And, and I, I will ask you to speculate here, but I'm wondering how you hope the new budget projection changes what may be possible in next year's session on things like education. Yeah, well, I absolutely hope that we are um, not going to be cutting critical funding. I absolutely hope that we already understand that public education was not fully funded and that we wanna do um, what's absolutely best for students. And so we need to you know, um, preserve all of our education funds. Um, we need to make sure that we are, are, are championing um, what we can get from not just state, but also, you know, federal funding. Um, and it, w- it will take, you know, the right representatives, the right senators in Olympia um, to do, you know, to, to make those decisions. And I know yesterday we were talking about mental health. Mari was there. I mean, we need to make sure that we have mental health resources um, for students, that we have social emotional resources for students in our schools. So there, there are lots of things that we can do. Um, we want to, you know, think about what we can increase, um, you know, how we can work really hard on behalf of, of our students and, and families to ensure that there is funding. I want to give you the opportunity to talk about how your vision here differs uh, in terms of education from that of your opponents. Well, <laughs> that's really easy. I, I'm a supporter of, of funding our public education system. You can count on me um, to, to, to be that voice, to, to not be supportive of making cuts as an educator, as someone who has served on the school board, but more importantly, as a mother and understanding the challenges of families, understanding you know what it costs schools um, to educate a student and where the gaps are to providing quality education to prepare our students for um, you know this global economy. Um, we need we need someone um, we we need me in the state legislature to be that voice to fight extremely hard to preserve the funding and not to be rushing to a special session to make cuts to those funds. Um, so I'll continue to be a strong voice and a champion um, for students and for families. And I want to make sure that we that you know we have productive conversations about progressive revenue um, and understand that we can adequately fund um, even mental health resources in our schools. So you know, lots lots of ways that we differ, but one, I will be supportive of public education and the funding that is necessary. Um, to to teach our students and to care for our students. Well, you answered a listener question about how we prepare our students for an, an uncertain future, things like a transition to a green economy. Um, you know, I know that this is a difficult time for so many parents right now, and you as a working parent, as you mentioned, you know this better than anybody. So I just want to thank you for your time tonight and, and staying a little late. Uh, before I let you go, how can people get involved with your campaign? please visit TawanaNobles.com. There is a link on our website where you can click volunteer. Of course, you can um, volunteer to be involved. You can donate. Please 
follow us on social media. Um, just search Tawana Nobles on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, you name it, we are there. And help us to share our um, campaign story with your neighbors, your friends, your family, and more importantly, get involved by voting for Tawana Nobles and get involved by simply voting. I would agree with everything that you just said, and I would also say that you have an extraordinary personal story that I would encourage people to go to your website and check out. Tuana Nobles, it is always a pleasure. Thank you uh, for joining us tonight. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks again to Tuana Nobles. Thanks also to Kat Pipkin with the Washington Indivisible Network and Julie Anjievsky with Indivisible Tacoma. And that is it for today. Our website is indivisiblepodcast.org and our email address is indivisiblepodcast at gmail.com. The Washington State Indivisible Podcast is a production of Get Creative, Inc. and is part of the Demcast family of podcasts. Learn more about Demcast at demcastusa.com. Thanks this week to Catherine Fysiers. Special thanks to Lori Colwell. And as always, my thanks to you for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Bye.